Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. Oh. Hey, welcome in to Purple Daily, the only show in America, along with Mackie and Judd, <laughs> that actually keeps track of our predictions Holds each other accountable. We're kind of in the dead period here of the NFL schedule, and so not a lot of things are coming off the board. But I'll tell you, like, I think there's there's some people wondering, like, oh, is, is there a payoff? Like, <laughs> when the season starts, we're going to have things flying off the yeah. board left and right in the accountability session. But uh, write that down, and Purple Daily presented in part by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. How are you guys feeling here during the football doldrums? Are you are you do, you do you feel like you're wandering through a football desert just looking for that bottle of water, that bottle of I don't know, I feel Gatorade, like, whatever they drink on the sidelines? It feels like uh like a like a layover at an airport. Like this is like this is that like true true <laughs> dead yeah. off season of the NFL. Like there's that little gap, you know, between Super Bowl and draft and also draft and minicamp, but this is really I think like the truest form of nothing for like the next few weeks and it does feel like I'm at an airport drinking $13 beers just waiting for my football to start again. See, my thirst is still quenched here, and here's why. <laughs> the camp was just last week, and, and so, like, I, I'm still dealing uh, off the contact high of last week's camp, but where it'll get a little bit football, football-y, football sad, 4th of July or so, right? Because, like, then it's like, okay, there's not been a camp for a long, for a, a while. You're still weeks away. So, like, I am still, I'm still going off what I saw in the two days when the Vikings had their mini camp in Egan. But, you, you know, in a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks, I'll be ready. I'll be ready for some football. You know, okay, this morning, I flipped on, I'm flipping around, you know, just getting some early morning work in and... Oftentimes, I'll flip over to NFL Network. So I, there's a couple shows, like national shows, that I just like to catch up on in the morning. Our guy Greeny on Get Up. Greeny's been a friend of Mackie and Judd. He comes on. We test drive new segments with him. He then takes him to the major leagues on ESPN. <laughs> it's been a blast, right? So I'll check out on Greeny. And then I love Good Morning Football. It's just like the most appropriately named it show in the history name. of TV. <laughs> and this morning, they were running like it, it wasn't on. They were running in like some other programming oh, this wow. morning, and I'm thinking, what? man, you guys, so you guys just take I mean, days off. You take days off. This oh, is purple. This that. is purple daily. This is purple daily. And we're we're every we're day, taking, right? We're seven days a week. Yeah, that's what I thought. Most of the time, I think we miss like five days over the course of a year. But not bad. Anyways, here's how I write that down works: three Vikings or football related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. 
We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And uh, listeners, if you guys want to participate, like Aaron is about to hear in a couple minutes, you can send us a message through the brand new Score North app. It's fully redone. It's a central hub for everything we do here at Score North. And you can click on uh, just at the bottom. You can tap on the feedback tab and send send Declan a note because he's most likely to just be responsible and like get you scheduled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you just want if you just want to get ghosted, Judd is your best option yeah. through that. Uh, yeah, I will. He'll, he'll respond it, so. on Twitter. Don't but, worry about that. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, boys, let's get to. So, we don't have anything that came off the board from an accountability standpoint. Uh, but I do have a few highlighted predictions that are still on the board that are worth at least asking everybody about. Starting with Judd. Judd, you've got the Vikings signing Geno Atkins this offseason. Did you the know, Sheldon Richardson signing basically negate this? Yeah, I'd be comfortable if you actually took this off the board. We'll like wait, I know we'll it's not until he signs. We'll wait I know it's signs. not up yet, but they're not going to sign him as well. So yes, I think that one's going to. I picked the wrong guy to predict. <laughs> Let's just say that. That's fair. Your uh, your premise was correct. You also have the Broncos. You have just a bunch of Vic Fangio angst. You have the Broncos yeah. firing Vic Fangio I like by the end one. of the season. I, in fact, I love it. What, what's what's all your hate against Vic Fangio? It's not hate. Got it's it. it's a footbally football guy who's going to meet his football demise. He's got two great quarterbacks in the room right now: Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know what you're yeah, hating him so much. Another reason why he's not going to make it. He's also <laughs> about to have Aaron Rodgers in like three weeks. So well, then he might make it. All right, I've got Eric Bieniemy taking over for Mike Zimmer before the start of the 2022 league year. And rest assured, if this team underachieves, I feel very confident yeah. about this switch taking place. Are you torn, though? Because, you, you know, it's clearly more fun, and you're a Vikings fan. Yeah, I'm not. So I mean, you, you want the success, so are you a little bit torn? Because this could be right, but you're going to have to have the Vikings miss the playoffs or at the very least get bounced in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not rooting for this. Excuse okay. me. I'm not rooting for this demise to take place, but like the reality is if they don't at least get to the playoffs and maybe win a playoff game, this is Eric Bieniemy is going to get hired by somebody. He's got Minnesota keys. Adrian Peterson's running backs coach, offensive minded guy makes some sense. I also said uh, the Vikings would either restructure Kirk Cousins contract or trade him by July 1st. <laughs> and damn it, I have. Let's see here. Eight or nine days still until this deadline hits. And so there could still be a restructure of Kirk Cousins' contract. You could take it off the board along with my Atkins <laughs> prediction. Uh, listeners, uh, Kyle said the Vikings will win the coin toss I in week that. one against the Bengals. How are you guys I feeling love, about that? I love this prediction. I never would have thought of this one, and it's actually it's, a good one. It's so good. It really is. Judd, you've you've done for scorenorth.com, you've done the mock schedules, you've done mock drafts. Could you do a mock mock coin toss? Mock coin toss. All 17 games? You absolutely could. And in fact, you'll even get some right. Oh, imagine those people that do mock coin toss articles. I can can hear the haters now. (laughs) Yeah, you'd have to mock, did they call heads or tails? And and then then did they they win or not? And they almost always defer now. So I think you should do it. And then Declan has Aaron Rodgers reporting to the Packers for OTAs or training camp. Well, OTAs are over. Yep. Minicamp is over. Are you yep. confident he's going to report to training camp? I still think the dude shows up, even if it's just for a formality or something. But, yes, there will be some report that he shows up. Okay. He shows up. I don't think he's going to. I think he, I, I literally think he's like the one guy in America that would forego $35 million just out of spite and out of vindictiveness. Mm-hmm. He's rich. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, I can see it. 
All right, so Judd maintains his 38% completion percentage lead over Declan at 34%, uh, me at 29%, and listeners at 27%. I have five touchdown passes, however. Listeners have one, and you two knuckleheads have zero on the season. I might try and change that once the season starts. Yeah, then I'm going to throwing the ball day. down the field. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, let's get our guy in here. Aaron is our guest listener predictor today on Write That Down. Aaron, are you ready? I was born ready. <laughs> I like the confidence. Aaron's What's your write that down quarterback style here? Right. Are, you sh- are you shotgun? Are you conservative? Checking down? What What do you bring into the table here? Uh, I think my first prediction will be a uh, Dalvin Cook four yard gain on second and ten. Um, <laughs> and then I am I'm gonna take the ball deep, take the top off, take the top off the defense. Oh, I love that straight catch. Yes. Love it. Day. Love taking the top Football. off that defense. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right. So these write that down predictions, boys, are presented by our friends at the 3M Open. All right. So we're taking shots down the field here. Uh, those golfers going to be taking shots down the fairway, and Declan's just going to be taking shots yep. at the 3M Open, most likely. Uh, fans are absolutely welcome. Come on out. Get loud. Bring your gear. Enjoy a beverage or two and uh, and do it between July 19th and the 25th at TPC Twin Cities. Tickets available at 3mopen.com slash tickets. It's time to be a fan. 3mopen.com slash tickets. All right, boys. Write this down. We'll start with Aaron, and then we'll go Judd, Declan, and then back to me. Three trips around the room. They must be quantifiable. Aaron, the first step is yours. Write this down. All right, write this down. Dalvin Cook will score the first touchdown of the year for the Minnesota Vikings of 2021. Okay. Would he be like if Vegas had odds for that, and I'm sure they do, like he'd probably be he's the, the f- odds on favorite, I would, right? Yes, I would bet he's the favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my check down there. That's that's who I would go with. Okay. Zim will be very Write happy if your prediction comes true, Aaron. <laughs> or the Especially defense force first. Then he'd be really happy. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sheldon Richardson scoops a, <laughs> scoops a fumble or something. Big man touchdown. All right, the Vikings will move on from Greg Joseph at some point this season. And that includes training camp, right. Jacqueline. Okay. So Judd so, Jud, Jud is actually meta-stealing some of my predictions well, right now that we'll get to. It's pretty hilarious because I have three Greg Joseph predictions that all work that down this week. Do you really? Yes. 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 Okay, so yeah, Vikings kicker Greg Joseph at some point from training from the start of training camp on will be moved on from because I'm not sure he's going to make it out of training camp. So you, was there a deadline on the, on the back end of this, just sometime At during the some season? some point this season. Yeah, so so if we get to the end of the regular – if we get to the end of the season and he's the kicker, it's wrong. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Dex. All right, my first, my first of three Greg Joseph predictions. <laughs> Greg Joseph will miss his first field goal in the preseason. Greg Joseph will miss his first field goal in the preseason. You guys, so this, not, this is why Minnesota's – What's that? I'm sorry. To be clear. I, I said not PAT, but field, field goal. Field goal. He will miss his okay. first field goal okay. of the preseason. Okay. This is why Minnesota sports teams can't get over the hump because of all of this built-in negative energy that guys like you, Judd and Declan, bring to the oh. table. Just wait, down, you like Just wait. The other two down. predictions are, 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 are better, though. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. Write this down. Greg Joseph will miss at least two extra points in the uh, in in preseason, and I'll say week one. So preseason and week one, he will miss at least two extra points in that time period. 
And that, okay. Zimmer. Got it. <laughs> this is an exorcism. We're just things. getting all this out of our systems. Yep. Okay. Like this is, Write this down. this is therapeutic. All right. Back to Aaron, your second prediction. All right. For my second prediction, I'm doing a trifecta. Nice. Wow, I got, dude. Love it. I got Kirk will throw for 4,000 yards or more. Adam Thielen will have 10 receiving touchdowns or more. And Justin Jefferson will have 1,200 or more receiving yards. What what I like about Aaron's style here is he has he's watched enough episodes of Write That Down to mm-hmm. add the or, or more, more on the back of those numbers. <laughs> there have been many, many failed predictions that didn't add the or more. And listen, all we can do is sit here and whatever the prediction is, it is. But you've clearly done your homework here. You've come in prepared and you've given yourself some leeway on the back end. Maybe not quite as prepared as that law student from last week, but yeah, <laughs> no, no one is, including us. Don't worry about that. By the way, yeah. so Judge, Judge stereotyping and just taking an unwarranted shot saying, oh, it looks like Chase grew up in Edina with a silver spoon in his mouth. No, I believe Chase is the first uh, guy from his family to ever even attend college. Okay? Yes. Yeah, I feel- he, had, he had a much different upbringing and- than stereotyping Judd thought and he was an awesome guest predictor and he's lo- and like lost his home in arizona like at a nine-year-old like i don't know how he lost the home but but like was not anything close to being a dino kid yeah, he didn't live really- the life of privilege yeah. that judd thought that he lived. i should feel really bad about this and but somehow you, i didn't i'm shocked on that <laughs> heartless judd heartless judd i'm not even that's because you're the you're the sociopath of this yes uh, you really are though <laughs> thank you <laughs> all right we're back to judd here Patrick Peterson will have the Vikings' first interception of the regular season. Okay. Patrick Peterson will have the Vikings' first interception, but regular season. Okay. okay. Just don't want to get any preseason confusion here. A little Pat P. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. Next. Okay. To go the complete opposite of my first prediction, but th- sticking on the theme of Greg Joseph. Greg Joseph will make his first six consecutive field goals in the regular season. So he will miss that preseason. preseason. He's going to have the pressure on him, and then the regular season will start, and he will make his first six field goals of the regular (laughs) season. I don't like your odds being right on that one. I loved your first pick. Yeah. All right. I'm going to stay with the Greg Joseph predictions, too, here. Judd Zolgad, who writes wonderful pieces for (laughs) ScoreNorth.com and the ScoreNorth app, at some point between now and kickoff of week seven mm-hmm. in the Viking season. Mm-hmm. Judd will call for a new kicker or for the Vikings to at least bring in kickers to work out. At the very least, he will call for on scorenorth.com by kickoff of week seven, the Vikings to bring in new kickers to work out. And if he and, and I just want to make it clear, if he calls outright for a new kicker, I get the point. So okay. anything that goes above and beyond, like okay. kickers coming in to work out. So if I write a kicker column, you're going to be proven right, I think. Okay. Because, like, I'm not going to write Greg Joseph is great. You're not going to give him credit if he starts 11 for 11 from 50 yeah. yards? Not in writing, no. Do, do, writing. Your, do, do your job. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, back to uh, Declan here. No, no, Aaron, Aaron. I'm sorry. Back to Aaron. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my last one here. So I'm a big Hawkeye fan, so I like Amir Smith-Marset, who's very under, underutilized at the University of Iowa. So I'm going to go with one for him. Um, I am going to say that he will have at least 500 yards receiving and five total touchdowns. And I say total touchdowns because 
at Iowa, he had kick return touchdowns and rushing touchdowns. So five total touchdowns. Aaron, are you suggesting that Iowa sometimes underutilizes NFL caliber weapons in the passing game? No. Look no. at the quarterback play. <laughs> That's why Nate Stanley is still on the practice squad. This is true. Uh, love it. All right, Aaron, uh, bring in some great predictions. Since you've got this platform here, this life-changing moment for you right now, Aaron, is there anyone in your life you would like to thank that brought you to this point? Uh, well, I'd like to thank you guys for your good content. Watch every day. Probably should thank my girlfriend for putting up with listening to you guys every day on multiple <laughs> screens at multiple times of the day. So uh, thank her for putting up with my Vikings fandom. You know, you know how we all are. So gotta gotta appreciate that she lets me do what I do. So all right, thank you to Aaron's cool. girlfriend for tolerating all of this nonsense on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, thanks right, a lot, you, guys. Thanks for coming thanks, on, Aaron. Aaron. On, I'm sure again at some point, three nice little little predictions. Write this down from him. All right, Judd, back to you. All right, my last one. Mike Zimmer will lose his first coach's challenge of the season. <laughs> so he will Reg- lose. Regular his... season? Does yes, he... of do the they, regular Do they season. allow challenges in the preseason? I hope to God I they don't. don't. Think they, they do. Shouldn't if they, they shouldn't if they do. But, yeah, of the regular season. So he's going to, he's going to see a play, overreact, throw the flag, <laughs> and then it's going to be very clear he's wrong. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what what what's? I suppose we could look this up. I think it's available on Pro Football Reference. But Mike Zimmer compared to Mike Tice as a challenge flag yeah, I'm sure guy. You can, you can find it. I think Mike Tice was really bad, right? Because yeah. he would just he would just throw it on emotion. If he didn't like the result of a play, he would just right throw. But it I, you know, Zimmer's pretty impulsive too at times. So it's probably yeah. it's probably fairly close. <laughs> okay, write it down. You like writing things down. All right, Declan, your final prediction. All right, my final Greg Joseph one. Greg Joseph. We'll make a game-winning field goal in the playoffs for the Vikings. Oh wow! Actually, wow. yeah, Greg. Jo- yeah, Greg Joseph will make a game-winning field goal in the playoffs for the Vikings. Wow. Okay. How are we? We might have to define this a little bit when sure. you say game-winning. So, like, if like if he kicks the go-ahead field goal yeah, the, in the third the, quarter the and the score doesn't change, like, correct, correct. Is, so any go-ahead field goal in the in the score change in the score holds or fourth yes. quarter? Yes. So. If the if the Vikes are tied or trailing, and Greg Joseph's field goal puts them up for good for the duration of the game, that's a game winning field goal. Am I right there? Is that correct? This so if, if they win three to nothing and he kicks a field goal on the first drive, you get then the point. The, I would win. He's saying he gets the point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's not saying. So he's not saying a late field goal. He's just saying any field goal that puts them yep. ahead. Yep. Okay. So just stay. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm disappointed because that's going, that's things going way too well, but whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of with Declan on the Greg Joseph uh, prediction train here. So I'm, I'm going to make a third Greg Joseph prediction. So I've got Judd calling for a new kicker. I've got Greg Joseph missing a couple extra points early. But ultimately, ultimately, I think Mike Zimmer is going to show patience. I think, I think, he, I think he's going to show some self awareness. And I will say, Greg Joseph will remain the team's starting kicker barring injury for the entire season. So if if injury knocks him out and somebody else comes in, then I guess this is a wash. But I'm saying he will remain the Vikings starting kicker awesome. throughout the entire regular season. Write this is down. awesome. Write that down. One, two, three, four, five, six Greg Joseph uh predictions on this week's episode. I'll write that down. And didn't Judd make a Greg Joseph prediction? Yeah. Yeah. Seven uh, then. Because I made three. I made three. Yeah, if it's three, oh, right. three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Made yes. three. Yeah, math. Yep. Look at that. 
Amazing. And Six, those seven. are your write that down predictions here for uh, for this week. And again, if you want to be part, if you want to be like Aaron and you want to jump in, send us a message, send Dex a message through the Score North app, uh, the feedback section. Those predictions also powered by Federated. Looks like you guys might need some uh, some insurance on those zeros on the touchdown section of the Ooh. of the standings. All right, maybe Federated wow. can help. Maybe Federated can help you maximize your write that down prediction business. Wow, there's a full list of industries that Federated protects on their website, FederatedInsurance.com. And uh, you can rest easy knowing that they are obsessively thinking about how your business can stay safe and avoid uh, various risks and pitfalls. So check them out, federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Oh, my gosh. Who lives in that cabin? What's wrong with their lakeshore? Look at all those weeds. Oh, that is the worst cabin on the lake. Don't be such a busybody. Excuse me? They must not know about Aquaside. Is that what we use? Yep. Just one application of Aquaside each spring keeps our lakeshore weed-free. Don't be that cabin this summer on your lake. Eliminate lake weeds this summer with Aquaside pellets. I should tell them about Aquaside. Oh, now who's the busybody? Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Boys, I'm going to spring a new segment on you right now here. I haven't even told Judd about this. Floated this by Declan. Random Viking of the Week. Okay. All right. I'm going to run this through my random Viking player generator here, okay? And this week's Random Viking of the Week is, can I get a drum roll from all of you? Drum roll. Okay. Go with the tongue. Former starting running back Michael Bennett, 2001 first-round pick out of the University of Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. A 1,000, actually a 1,200-yard rusher for the Vikings and a pro bowler in 2002. Um, Had some injury issues and then really was never the same guy as he was in 2002. Michael Bennett is your random Viking of the week. Judd, do you have any stories covering uh, Michael Bennett? Oh, absolutely. In his, in his heyday. So what? one of the injuries that he suffered was actually an off-season training injury, if I'm not mistaken. It was during the summer when Michael Bennett broke a bone in his foot, like in his heel, I think it was, when running on a treadmill. Never heard of that one before. Like he got hurt. Like you, you would think that you would get hurt running in a game or maybe, you know, I'm going for a jog and you land wrong. But I think he actually broke a bone in, in his foot running on a treadmill, which turned out to be a pretty big deal for him. But that's not the best story. The best story is the love boat story, because this is my all-time favorite, because it summarizes Michael Bennett's career perfectly. The legend is that as as the boats, um, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for, undocked? As they took yeah. as, set as, sail, as, as they, they set, set sail. sail, I don't know what the proper nautical term is, but as they took <laughs> off from Al and Alma's, right at that moment, Michael Bennett, I'm not joking here, I was told this, pulled up in his car and like tried to flag him down. Oh, he, he was, was late. He was, Michael Bennett, this is the perfect oh. summary of this man's career, literally missed the boat. He was. <laughs> That's awesome. He literally no missed way, dude. the boat. He was late to the love boat party. He was late to the love boat party, and they set sail without him. And my understanding Dude. is he was left on shore Unreal. as the boats disappeared for the, I guess we could call it, three-hour cruise. I'm envisioning him, like, sprinting off the end of the dock and diving, and diving in and swimming over toward the boat. Like, I could easily have <laughs> seen him trying to flag down. No, don't go. Come on, Freddie. Smoothie, get that thing back here. 
Do you, think, do you think based on what happened on that boat and all the fallout, do you think he's happy that he missed all of the festivities and didn't have to deal with it? Or do you think he's jealous? I think he's jealous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy who would have would have been like, oh, man, dodged a bullet there. <laughs> he strikes me as the type of guy who's like, I should have been on that boat. Well, you know, that's the great Moss line. When Moss came back in 2010 and did his presser and basically just started talking and didn't let people ask questions, his last words were, y'all lucky I wasn't on that boat. <laughs> it's like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, what does that mean you guys are lucky I wasn't on that I boat? I think the well, NFL what, what, what was he going Randy to do? Moss does. <laughs> Uh, like, what was he going to do on the boat that was – don't answer that. Yeah, so Bennett was don't. the guy – and Bennett was essentially essentially the key guy, right, between Robert Smith retiring and Peterson being drafted. Yeah, well, I mean, it was – I mean, like so, Mo Williams and stuff, but those I wouldn't – And don't that. forget about the steal of the draft, Ontario Smith. I mean, oh, that God. whole era oh, – so Robert Smith retired like 2000 or 2001 – and Michael Bennett came in as a rookie in 2001. I think I think 2000 might have been Robert Smith's last year. And so from like 2001 until they drafted, well, until they signed Chester Taylor in 2006, because he mm. was the he was the bell cow in 2006. That's right. That's right. That's right. They had That's a right. four year run of Michael Bennett, Mo Williams, Ontario Smith, and there might have been somebody else. I'm forgetting in that mix. And, and Ontario, it was just kind of a mix and match job. Ontario Smith got suspended for the entire year. Was a 2005 season. Was he it got, the whole year? Yeah, wow. he got suspended for the whole year. Well, he'd been suspended previously because there, there's the great story about Sid talking to him in the locker room one time and saying saying something along the lines of, oh, you're, you're not going to smoke that stuff no more, right? You're not going to smoke that stuff. And he said, no, sir, I'm not going to. And then, of course, he got busted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I have two early, like, Phil Mackey as an intern in media for the first time stories about Michael Bennett. They're very brief, but uh, they're more anecdotes. I was an intern for KFAN in 2005, and I don't remember if this was before or after Love Boat. I think it was before Love Boat, before the bye week. But part of my job was to go in and just hold a microphone in front of players' faces that had a KFAN logo on it so that if the microphone got picked up on TV, there would be some yep. brand exposure. I never really asked any questions because I didn't know what I was doing. I was like 19 years old. right? And so I was like the least – I was so inconspicuous. Like I wasn't – I wasn't writing anything. I, I, I didn't have a show. I was just an intern with a microphone there to capture players saying things to clusters of reporters, right? And I walked up, and I think there was like two reporters talking to Michael in a camera, and I just put my microphone up there, and he stops everything. And he looks at me, and he goes, K-Fan, I don't talk to K-Fan. And turns his back on everybody else. And they all look at me like, <laughs> and by the way, what did I mean, happen? 2005, Michael Bennett wasn't exactly lighting the NFL on fire. No, so I think no. I think those media outlets were going to be fine. But I don't know. Somebody must have said something, one of the hosts, that irritated him or had criticized him. And then my other my other Michael Bennett memory is he would, in the early days when um, when those big, like, bright-colored Hummers were, were sort of new, right? They were, like, athletes were always buying Hummers in, yes. like, the early 2000s. And he had a bright blue Hummer that he would park outside Bellanote across from Target Center. And he would just sit out there with his buddies, like, literally just hanging out. And fans would walk by, and, and he would do – I think he would go to Timberwolves games, and then he would just park outside. And, like, I don't know if he was, like, looking for dates or what. But um, that was Michael Bennett, man. Good, good, little, good little five-year run with the Vikings. The Bellanote crew was Bennett, 
Olua Candy was there, right? Olua Candy would be at Bellinote before the clock ran out in the yes. fourth quarter. Like, just <laughs> yes. across the street. That was the hip happening place for those guys to be for a while, though. Where was, where like was that? Uh, it's, um, I think it, it wasn't it where, where Kieran's uh, is, now. Kieran's oh, okay. is across from target center. Okay. Yep. Got it. Got but it. I mean, it, it was, it was the place to go for a while. So, yep. uh, Hey, what did you guys think? So Mary Kay Cabot, I believe from uh, Cleveland plain dealer reported late last week, Sheldon Richardson apparently turned down more money to go back to the Browns who are one of the better teams in the NFL to come play for Mike Zimmer's defense in a backup role with the Vikings. Was that just a case of he turned down money that he thought was going to, like, he thought there would be more money from some other team and got lost in a bidding war that he that he thought existed but didn't? Or do you think he just really wanted to play for Mike Zimmer and the Vikings regardless? I think she also wrote, I think she also wrote in that story that he was, so he he was let go in a Riley Reef type move of we can't pay you, we have to create room. And then they, and then they offered him, a contract to come back and he's like no thanks i think once they let him go i think there was a pride factor there because I, I mean reef definitely could have come back here yeah. for less but probably a pretty decent payday but he, he said no so i think i don't think the i don't think it was the vikings that um that pried him away from cleveland i think it was more uh i'll go find a job with a team and take less than come back and play for you after you cut my pay and that i mean he might have been yeah. right because he had a pretty good year so yeah like, that makes not sense. like he's cooked yeah, I think yeah that type of thing. There like there's there's so many moves like that every year in the NFL where like you think you might be able to get a guy back, but he'd literally rather go play anywhere else. I mean Peterson was kind of like that too. It's like I he'd I mean, literally rather just go take two million dollars and stick it to the Vikings than take five and stay. You like know? Reef, I believe if I'm not mistaken, Riley Reef's going to play right tackle now for the Bengals. So yeah. it's not like he got and they they might be good. I don't know, but the point is he's going to switch positions. And play a less valuable position, and I think it's because he he was, you know, probably rightfully so ticked off that, that the Vikings, in his mind, screwed him twice. Yeah, it does kind of feel though like, you know, not that this is the Los Angeles Lakers in terms of being a destination for top stars, but um, with the Wild and with the Vikings, th- th- those franchises, despite the cold weather and whatever, like. They are more attractive destinations. Players will come here, right? I mean, even like Kirk Cousins signing here, and yes, this is going to sound ridiculous, but back in the day, Bernard Berrien was a huge deal at the time, and well, chose like to H- come play in Minnesota. Yep, you know, back then, you're right. Yeah, so it is, and, and and what Zimmer's putting together here, Pat Pete chose to play here. Now, maybe the Vikings offered some, maybe they offered a couple million dollars more or something. But Pat Pete yep. said, "Yep, I want to go play there." Sheldon Richardson said, yep, I want to come back there. I want to play for those position coaches and for Mike Zimmer. So, you know, again, it's is it is it uh, the the Jerry Buss, like Showtime Lakers, everyone wants to play here? No. But is it a destination that, um, that free agent defensive players are intrigued by? Yeah, it definitely mm-hmm. has become that. Yeah, and I mean, the, the Vikings have a lot going uh, for them too, especially now. You got a new stadium, new up. Uh, practice facility which is absolutely state-of-the-art and outstanding and the great thing about football football's the ultimate i don't have to live there sport like you don't have to live here you can guys fly to different places on the off day and do things so and you know in the big picture of things when winter is truly hitting your 
your season comes to a conclusion for the most part. So I think football is one sport where you really don't worry about being stuck in that town per se, where basketball, you're sort of stuck, right? I mean, you're, you're there all winter. And, and if you don't like the town, it's probably a little bit more of a pain in the ass. I think football is the one where you're like, okay, I'll uh, rent a small jet and go somewhere. Yeah. And it's an indoor stadium. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd rather play yeah. in Minnesota than, than green Bay. Certainly like it's a better city and you don't have to be playing in, 18 degree weather for the last month and a half of the season. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, some upcoming things we're going to get to in uh, future episodes of Purple Daily. Some great data on Mike Zimmer versus winning teams that we need to break down, and also Kirk Cousins against winning teams. And also, Doogie last week, our buddy from the Scoop podcast and Mackie and Judd, he thinks Harrison Smith and Brian O'Neill could be next up for contract extensions. Yep. Um, and so I think we could go through we, – we, now that the Vikings have formed their roster, we can start to look at, all right, what, what does this all look like and who's, who should they plan for to be around even beyond 2021? So we'll get into uh, some of those things as well. But thanks for hanging out with us on Purple Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment with the mission of wanting the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we all die. We'll see you guys tomorrow on the show. If you love great food, but you'd rather not go out, you got to check out the Caviar app. With Caviar, the restaurant comes to you. You get premium chef-cooked meals without the reservation. Caviar makes it super easy and makes it happen. And just for our listeners, Caviar is offering 50% off two orders up to $20 value per order. All you have to do is put in the offer code NYCPOD22 at checkout. Remember, that's 50% off two orders up to $20 value per order with offer code NYCPOD22. Download the Caviar app and use offer code NYCPOD22.